Today on Unleashedcast, I talk to Andrew Bartlow, author, advisor, former CHRO and HR consultant. We talk about how HR can take the lead when it comes to a year of uncertainty. Talent retention, talent acquisition, mobility, they're all going to be tough asks in 2023. In an uncertain market, it's good to hear from people who can navigate through the times ahead. So I really enjoyed speaking to Andrew and getting his perspective on what is to come in the world of HR. Sit back, relax. Here's my conversation with Andrew Bartlow. By a lot of people's estimations, it's going to be quite a difficult year, not just for HR, uh, for business in general, but this offers opportunities um, as well as um, certain things we have to be mindful of. Um, so welcome to the podcast. And um, I've got a question about how we can take the lead, how HR can take the lead. They certainly did during the pandemic. Um, do you think it can now take the lead in what could well be a global recession? And if so, how? Absolutely, John. And and first, really a pleasure to be here with you. Uh, thanks to you and your listeners. Okay, so how, how can HR take the lead here on the heels of the pandemic and on, on the doorstep of a uh, financial recession? Yeah, I, I'd say be agile, adapt to market forces. Over the past X number of years, we've been in a 10 to 12 year bull market run throughout most of the world. There's been a, a focus on worker attraction and retention. Most HR leaders have been optimizing for the employee, have been advocating for and implementing you know, programs and policies that, that drive attraction, drive retention, and might be expensive and might be administratively difficult to deliver. And now that the market forces have shifted, now that there are these tremendous headwinds, it's hard to raise capital, burn is a real issue, regrettable uh, voluntary turnover is way down. It's time for HR to rethink those programs and policies that might have dubious business outcomes that are wishful thinking or uh, strong hope around driving attraction retention. So our focus should be shifting to productivity and efficiency from what has been for quite a while through many people's entire careers, optimizing for talent attraction retention. So it's it, it's time to rethink our management practices and, and be agile. That kind of, um, you've touched on it there in my second question, actually, which was more about sort of digging into retention a bit more. Um, we're looking at a possibly unstable talent market. Um, attraction is tough. Uh, retention is also quite difficult. What are your um, other retention tips in this in this market that we're going into, do you think? Sure. Your your best workers will always have alternatives. So don't, don't forget about re-recruiting your existing team. Voluntary, regrettable turnover will never go down to zero. Uh, so continue to share the vision, share the path forward, ensure people are aligned and motivated about your mission, and importantly, understand what changes may be taking place in your business and how you operate uh, so that you don't breed cynicism and skepticism and lose the faith and trust of your existing workers. So keep up the strong internal communications another thing that can can help with this is obviously the idea of broadening people's skill sets of kind of investing in the people that you've already got rather than looking elsewhere um like you say people with the the, the skills that people want are probably going to be okay and and can freely move around i don't know whether people will want to do this so much in in more of an unstable kind of environment but um we know that 
one way to uh, kind of succeed in in quite a, a tough market is to kind of broaden is to broaden the skill sets of the people you have. So how could you do this when you also have to think about tightening budgets as well? Yeah, th- this can be shocking for uh, uh, for many workers and for many human resources professionals. I think important to keep in mind is that uh, development and growth is a non-binary topic, meaning it's not all on or all off. Even if you're in an environment with a constrained budget, which you probably have now, or at least much more constrained than it has been, uh, good investments are still good investments. So the onus is on the HR professional or the business to validate what is a good investment, what development expenses will likely bring a return. Uh, So the lunch and learns that you may have paid for may not be the best place to spend your your time or your resources. Developing additional coding skills, maybe that would be helpful for your software engineers. Uh, So, you know, think about it as a scale, as a gradation. Good investments are still good investments, but you probably need to do the math more so than be directionally correct, which I think we were able to get away with over the past 10 years. Yeah, definitely. It it seems like we do want to get um, more bang for our buck, and rightly so, in um, in the next few months. You know, um, I've only got one final question. It's again about talent. Uh, well, the, the talent market this time attraction. People would surely rather stick with what they know than start in a new role. I I, I think that's probably going to be the mindset of a lot of people. Not everyone, but a lot a lot of people. Um, so, how can you make it easier for businesses who want to? attract the right people, make their their business as attractive as possible to people who are kind of moving around. Yeah, that that's fair, especially as opportunities um, tighten, as fewer employers are hiring, people become fearful about looking outside or skeptical um, about when a recruiter might uh, might contact them. There is a strong human tendency to be conservative and stick with what you know. Uh, so appealing to those high-performing, high-producing workers that you want and you need, um, whether that's for growth or replacement in your organization, I think the most important thing is to have a clear, compelling story. You know, I, I call that an EVP, an employment value proposition. Logically, reasonably, what's in it for you or the WIFM, what's in it for me? What's in it for you? Why would you find benefit in working for my organization versus the one that you're at. Is it pay? Is it flexibility? Is it growth? Is it brand recognition? Like what what is it? Make that compelling story. It certainly shouldn't be a you know 20 page McKinsey presentation. You know, this is something that can be expressed quickly and concisely in a in a recruiter outreach or on your career page. So make the pitch and make it uh, make it compelling uh, so that folks understand what's in it for me. It should be that simple and I hope it's that simple. We're going we're at an interesting time here I think uh, where we have predictions about the next few months in 2023. They haven't come to pass. We understand uh, the propensity modeling has been done in a lot of cases and we understand where things could be going. But at this point Andrew thanks so much um, for your insight into this. Maybe we could talk again in a few months time see uh, if it's come to pass see if these things have helped as well um, but for now thanks for talking to Unleashcast thank you 
Thanks for listening to Unleash Cast today. If you made it this far, then there's a very special offer just for you. That's a discount on the entry price to our upcoming show, Unleash America, taking place at Caesars Forum on April 26th, 27th, 2023. When you get to check out, type in the code POD10, that's POD10, and receive a 10% discount on the ticket price. There's amazing speakers at Unleash America this year. We've got Estee Lauder, we've got Coca-Cola, we've got McDonald's, Elliot Maisie speaking, Visa Card, a collection of some of the best thought leaders in the entire world, all coming together in one place, that's Caesars Forum for Unleash America this April. So, that code again, when you go to checkout, type in POD10 to receive 10% discount on the ticket price. Don't miss out, we'll see you in Vegas.